Welcome to a time of worship and prayer to connect with our Creator, heart, soul, and mind. In Matthew 22, the Sadducees ask Jesus what the greatest commandment is. His answer is twofold. He replies, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So friends, this time is a time set aside for us to worship and pray, not only with our minds, but with our hearts and our souls, so that we can be transformed from the inside out and love our neighbors as ourselves. My hope with these meditations is to give us space to reflect on what we heard in the sermon in Sunday. How do we take what we heard and know in our heads to be true and let it transform our hearts into the likeness of Christ? So wherever you are, I just invite you to take a deep breath in through the nose and sigh it out through the mouth, in through the nose and sigh it out through the mouth. One more time, inhale through the nose. Open mouth, exhale. Inhale through the nose. Seal the lips and exhale through the nose. And then just continue to breathe with your own rhythm of breath, inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the nose. Genesis 2-7 says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. So as you're here, begin to notice your breath and just take a moment to give thanks to the one who gave you that breath and know that he is as close to you as your next breath. As you're here, just begin to notice what your breath is like. Where do you feel your breath in your body? Can you begin to notice the pace of your breath? Maybe even the quality of your breath. As you breathe in, is your breath high up in your chest? Or can you begin to let it slow down and come all the way down to the bottom of your belly, letting your ribs expand? Let your belly expand with each breath in. And then as you exhale, imagine you're emptying a balloon, releasing that stale air that no longer serves you, making room for fresh, life-giving oxygen. And then just let each breath become a little longer and a little slower than the last. Now let's just begin to notice our bodies. If you're seated in a chair, I invite you to plant your feet firmly on the ground and sit up nice and tall. Or maybe you're walking as you're listening to this. If so, just begin to notice your feet as they move along the ground. Whatever you're doing, just relax your shoulders away from your ears. Relax your jaw and just continue to breathe deeply, the breath of life. 
to connect our minds to our hearts and our souls, we're going to practice breath prayer. This practice of breath prayer is the intentional linking of our breath with a word or a short phrase. Our breathing is something that comes naturally. It's automatic, continuous, and involuntary. And when we let our inhales and our exhales represent an intentionally chosen prayer, we begin to live out Paul's instructions in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. So in the quiet of your heart, on your next inhale, whisper, we are a people as you exhale who pursue God's presence. Inhale, we are a people and exhale who pursue God's presence. Take a moment to just breathe and pray it out with your own rhythm of breath. Inhale, we are a people and exhale, who pursue God's presence. This week, we started a new series called Identify. In this series, Erin is going to talk about our group identity at Southeast, who we are as a people, and who we are as a church. He talked about an equation that changed his life. That equation is standards plus habits equals results. The results that we are after here at Southeast is that the kingdom is proclaimed, the gospel moves forward, and lives are transformed. So if that is our result, what are the standards and habits that we need to have in place to reach that result? In this series, we'll talk about 10 standards for the Christian life and who we want to be as a church. The first standard that we talked about this past week is that we are a people who pursue God's presence. And in order to meet that standard of pursuing God's presence, we have to have habits in place that get us there. So what are those habits that support the standard of pursuing God's presence? Aaron mentioned three of them. We read the Bible, we pray, and we worship. He unpacked each of those a little further, but what I want to do in this meditation is what is called Lectio Divina. It's Latin for divine reading. I'm going to read the scripture over you several times throughout this meditation. And the first time I read it, I just want you to let the words wash over you and through you. Don't try to analyze them or apply them. Just soak in the word of God. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. Friends, as you think about how this verse applies to standards plus habits equals results, maybe take a moment and ask yourself, how am I seeking you, Lord, 
What do my current habits look like? As I read God's word over you again, this time I want you to listen for a word or a phrase that stands out to you. And the pause after, let that word or phrase land and take up space. Let the Holy Spirit breathe on it. Then begin to notice its impact on you. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and bring you back from captivity. Again, reflecting on your habits of pursuing God's presence by reading the Bible, praying, and worshiping. Just take a moment to ask God what specific habit he wants you to focus on right now. Take a moment to remind yourself that there's no condemnation in Christ, so wherever you are, it's okay. Just let the Lord speak to your heart about your habits and what he's asking of you. As I read God's word over you this last time, listen for how you can apply his word to your life. Like a puzzle piece, how does it fit in your life and in your heart? In the pause after, reflect and ask yourself, how then will I live in the light of God's truth? Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and bring you back from captivity. Friends, I ask you this morning, What captivity are you in that can only be released by pursuing God's presence? As Aaron asked before communion, just take a moment and ask yourself, do I actually want to be in a holy, covenantal, set-apart relationship with God? If so, do my habits align with that? Father God, first I want to thank you for your son Jesus, by whom we have access to your presence. Lord, forgive us for taking access to your presence for granted. Lord, I pray for all of Southeast Christian Church that we commit to working on the habits that support the standard of pursuing your presence. Help us to set aside any distractions that don't don't support that standard so that we can experience more and more of your presence each and every day. It's in your name that I pray. 
Amen.